Welcome back, everybody. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to remind you that we do have social media. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. We have Patreon if you want a subliminal shout-out. Most importantly, we have our hotline. Typically, we tell you a story, but we want you to tell us a story. So call us or send us a text and share your story. Enjoy this week's episode. See you guys. Welcome back, Ford Explorers. Uh, this is the Ask Cat Spirit Hour. We were gone last week. Uh, not really for any reason. We just were. It's the holiday season. <laughs> that happens. Uh, this week, we got a special guest with us. we got our friend Megan, who also works at the Haunted Bar. So when we get to the ghost report, that'll be fun. But she's also from Arizona. And today, we're talking about ghosts from Arizona. So it only seemed appropriate to have you on. Plus, you're part of the family. It's yes. Christmas time. Thanks Say hi for to having everybody. me. Hi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, ghost report. We'll get right into it. Yeah. Um, f- this week, I honestly thought the lady ghost was gone um, because the lights have not been changing this week. Oh. Um, which is a weird turn of events. Uh, but Megan, I like the sadness in your voice, though. No, I thought she left me. I'm yeah. pretty sure that we were getting on really good terms. Well, That's yeah, because you were like hyped. There's, yeah. she gets excited when you come in, and then she's gone. Um, I like did... every other girl you've ever met online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one literally ghosted me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Last week, I didn't get to talk about it. I did see her out of the corner of my eye a couple of times. Um, last night at work, I did see a shadow figure. I don't know if it was her, but uh, we had the back doors closed, and I did see a shadow figure up against the door. Ooh. Um, and as soon as I looked at it, it stood there for a little bit and then dissipated. What about but you, yeah. Crispy? You see anything this week? Well, he he says that he hadn't seen her but yesterday when I opened it was like right when I turned off the lights I had a, a friend in that came right at four <clears throat> and I was like oh I, j- I just saw a ghost and he was like what and I was like, she's <laughs> definitely still here because I just saw her <laughs> I only see the woman I've never seen the man which is why she's definitely there because she's very active when I'm there I feel like she's a very active ghost like yeah. it seems like the more it's been what two years now yeah and it really seems like in this last six months she's been significantly more active than before yeah well I wonder we weren't really here that much this time last year. That's true. And what I will say is I've been in that building when I was building out that bar by myself. Stuff would move all the time. And yeah. I never saw a, specifically a woman with the long hair. But ghost shit would happen constantly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm one man on a job site. You, when you set your drill down, it's easy to forget where you put it. It's very strange when you find it locked in the pod that it wasn't supposed to be in. You know? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, we had weird shit happen all the time. And I just attribute it probably to her. But you're right. We weren't in the bar. I mean... This time last year, yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all summer. It's like the entire summer that we were in the bar this time. You know, we weren't last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing happened. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe maybe she just really likes the fall. Maybe she's more active in the summer and the fall, and last year we just couldn't see her. I wonder if something happened to her in the fall. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that makes her more active because something bad happened. Yeah. yeah, maybe. What do you think? I, I agree with the fall thing because yeah. I feel like she's been far more active in the last few months. Yeah. yeah. Like, I see her almost every time I work. That's cool, though. Well, come on down and see our friendly ghost with the long hair. Yeah. We we did have a uh, group of people, group of four, sit in that back booth, the one that we're pretty sure she sits at or, like, uh, inhabits. Yeah. 
and they were sitting there, and I, we were up at the bar, and I don't know what happened or anything like that, but they were sitting there, and one person, like, gave out a nervous chuckle, and they all stood up and moved boots. <laughs> like, to the one that's directly in front of it. Maybe. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, because it couldn't have been a fart, because that's not yeah. far enough to move if it was a yeah. fart. Yeah. <laughs> so move across the bar if it's a fart. <laughs> All right, well, you want to get into your first headline for the day? Yeah, uh, so my first headline is a treasure hunter uh, in Columbus, Ohio. A podcast favorite. He, uh, his name's Tommy Thompson. He has been held in contempt of court since yeah. December 15th of 2015 because in 1988, he found a shipwreck of the Ship of Gold, which is the SS Central America, which was a Gold Rush Air ship that sunk due to a hurricane off South Carolina in 1857, full of thousands of pounds of gold. And Why it, is every ship that sunk allegedly full of gold? Because what you, else are they putting on there? Nothing. Nothing. They didn't all have gold in them. Most of them just had sick people. Yeah. And not enough food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one, well, I mean, because gold is tangible and it's still there at this point. No one's looking for the... The sunken ship that had thousands of pounds of bananas on it. Like, exactly. That's not fair. Those people will never see rest. They'll never be found again. I don't give a fuck about those guys. They have gold on them. No. Well, then I don't care. Uh, but he refused to tell uh, authorities where the gold was. Okay. And so he was held in contempt of court, but not for not telling them. He's in contempt of court for this 2015 trial because he refused to show up to his 2012 trial. <laughs> And it's just been this long cyclical thing since he found the boat in 1988. <laughs> Jeez. Is this he found the Goonies? He found it in 1988. <laughs> and he's like, I found all this gold. And uh, the feds are like, where's all that gold? And he goes, I don't know. They're like, no, you were just bragging about I found all this gold. And he's like, nah, that wasn't me, man. And so he's been in jail for six years. It's coming up on his sixth year. And the thing is. Uh, if you're in contempt for court, the max amount of jail time you can get for that is 18 months. But he pissed off the feds so much that in 2019, they rejected his argument and said that that law doesn't apply to him. Him specifically. <laughs> him specifically. <laughs> you're too annoying. You can't have that it law. Apply to it's you. not for you. Um, it's like when your mom says because. He, uh, he had some tech, uh, technology problems that caused him to miss his latest virtual hearing. Okay. And so uh, the federal judge oh, man. scheduled being held in contempt of court because your Wi-Fi is not working. Uh, his next hearing is January seventh. Woof. All right. So well, we'll see if he if he dis- discloses where that gold is. Just in time for Ukrainian Christmas. Well, uh, that's hilarious. My first story is a little more simple than that, but it does also have to do with Ukrainian Christians, uh, or at least that's what we call them. That's what we call the people. Uh, the insurrectionists from January 6th, because that's Ukrainian Christmas. Got it. That's when they celebrated. That's Ukrainian Christmas Eve. Seems very appropriate. Okay. Yeah. No, Sorry. We did you clue, no, we, clue we you in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We in the Get you into the podcast things, lore. Know, yeah, into our lore. Uh, so Dutch authorities have discovered that um, some anti-5G necklaces that have been sold to our smartest, the best and brightest of our brethren out there, uh, apparently they're radioactive. <laughs> so while they won't protect you from 5G, they might help your cancer a little bit that you're getting from, I don't know, whatever fake thing you're probably getting it from. This reminds me of, I feel like last year there were anti 5g, basically as long as 5g has been tied to COVID there've been these like anti 5g medallions, which to be clear that I don't even understand it's a ball of aluminum foil. Like what it, would it, be, it would have to be like a Faraday cage, but it's just for it's, your soul. It's that, uh, the, like you find it at every farmer's market, the wire wrapping yeah, exactly. jewelry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 it's a little bit of a rose water name on it. 
no, 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 no. It's a anti. It's the same thing. It's the rice with a yes, grain of rice with a name rice. on it. They've been selling the same shit. They just need a new gimmick. They're like, no, it's anti-COVID rice now. Also protects you against COVID. Yeah. That's uh, that Didn't reminds you know? me of the like copper, copper bracelets, the copper yeah. balance bracelets, oh my where God. they just put a holographic sticker on a silly band, and they're like, you'll never fall over again. <laughs> also, challenge accepted. I make a living out of falling down. <laughs> uh, well, this reminds me of last year. The same thing happened, but um, the manufacturer in China that manufactured them, because that's what a manufacturer in China does, uh, <laughs> put a bunch of lead in them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they weren't radioactive, but they were leaded. So you run a, you know, there's like a one in three chance that if you buy one of these anti-5G medallions, it's either going to be radioactive, made out of lead, or just protect you from 5G. So look out. You know. uh, okay. Are you afraid of 5G? <laughs> you? I've like, seen you yell at a bird before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a reconnaissance drone. Yeah, did you know you. the birds aren't real? I'm just trying to get a raven to be my friend. That's not that hard. Ravens I, are really smart. Okay, well. He got a raven to be his enemy. I did. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I, I know. Just, for those at home who may not have heard that story, I used to live right next to this raven that was nesting, and they are... They recognize people and they're very territorial. And it was on my path to burritos. It was between me and the burrito place I walked to every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, every day. Uh, and <laughs> oh, trust me, that one lady on the Gwen Shamblin yeah. episode called us fat boys. We're, <laughs> we're aware. Every day, yeah. The uh, so this raven, I had gotten too close to its nest and it got very territorial and it attacked me. And it was on the college campus in Flagstaff, Arizona, and it would work its way around the campus. And anytime it saw me, it would come down and attack yeah. me. And it was always the same raven. And it's because it thought I was a threat. I just wanted a bean and cheese burrito, but it thought that I was a threat. Ravens are really smart. Mm-hmm. I think you could. I want to be. That's why I talk to birds. <laughs> that's why you talk. It's not me yelling at them. It's, please be my friend. <laughs> that's, that's not what I heard you say. <laughs> in fairness, that's also how she talks to people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Would you like to be friends? Would you like to be <laughs> All right, what's your second story, Kim? My next story is uh, a couple of zebras, two zebras to be exact. Uh, <laughs> just a pair of zebras. Just a pair have been running loose from a Maryland farm for the past four months. That's beautiful. Wait, this is Madagascar. Yeah. This is the movie Madagascar. <laughs> this is the movie Madagascar. <laughs> so, Maybe they're just doing a live action filming. Yeah, somebody got it very wrong. <laughs> so uh, two zebras fled from an upper Marlboro farm. Uh, where there are none of those lower Marlboro zebras. <laughs> they, that's my favorite type of zebra. They got uh, black and red stripes. <laughs> Native so, to flavor country. Uh, it's right next to the camel crushes. I was um, just about to say the camel crush thing, dude. Fuck yes. <laughs> they're the menthol flavored camels. Well, no, they're better. You can pick it to be mentholated whenever you feel necessary. Whenever, it's right towards the end. I used to work with somebody who, I don't know how people still smoke. I don't know how that still happens. But I had a, a woman that I used to work with who would like exclusively smoke those. Mm-hmm. And she justified it by being like, well, it's only like half a cigarette. Then it becomes a menthol. And it's like... Right, menthol and cigarette. cigarette. <laughs> worse for you, so. You know those, uh, the pins where it has, like, the six different inks and you can push one down? What if they made cigarettes like that where it's like, now it's menthol, now it's clove? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny-ass idea. Um, disgusting as well. Aren't, aren't cloves still illegal? I think, no, you can, I think you can smoke clove cigarettes. I like, you shouldn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is a real way to tell on yourself. He's the, the one creepy guy who's looking for girls that are English majors just ripping down cloves. You guys yeah, like Ernest Hemingway? 
<laughs> making friends with ravens. I just immediately think of the strip club when it comes to clothes. Do you really? Yeah, there, there's always that dude that yeah. smokes clothes. Always. He thinks he's doing everybody a favor too. And he's, anyways. Yeah. No, you feel free by all means. You, you know the fit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Clove cigarettes are to creepy guys as to sage is to creepy white women. Yeah, to aloof white women. <laughs> Uh, well, in my second story, uh, this one's a little scarier. Google Drive has now decided, or rather Google has decided, that any of your Drive files that might violate their terms of service or they might consider to be inappropriate, they could just lock now, lock you out of, which means that... So when we were talking, before we started the podcast today, we were talking about how a guy just got 28 months in prison for uh, threatening to shoot Nancy Pelosi on the internet, which is something that most people quietly do to themselves every single day, <laughs> uh, regardless of which party they vote for. Um, I think it's very scary, because imagine you're writing, I don't know, this makes me think of DeviantArt, like imagine you were writing like a fan fiction, and you had it locked away in your drive, and there were some weird things in there, and now you're in jail. Because yeah. yeah, you were writing Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah, because you're writing fucking Slash or something. Well, I actually I actually have a few friends who do, like, sex work through yeah. that. Like, they, they don't feel comfortable on the OnlyFans platform or they don't feel comfortable, like, using their email or, like, a lot of their personal information. And so what they do is they drop it in a Google yeah. file. Yeah. And they do it that way. So I wonder if that has something to do with this. I, wa- I, mean, I wonder if Google knows that now. Because uh, that's scary, too. Imagine yeah. just, and like all of your photos just getting taken like that. Like they're not worth money. Like they're not valuable. Exactly. Joke's yeah. on you. I've been locking myself out of my Google shit for years. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I got <laughs> nine email addresses, buddy? Yeah. Just imagine you're working on the second installation of your Wattpad classic, Harry Potter and the Toppling Towers, <laughs> which is a Harry Potter fan fiction that actually exists that's based around 9-11. Um, and Google deems it not good. And so they lock you out of it. And, you go and into Guantanamo. They reopen Guantanamo Bay just for you. And who the fuck are they to determine, like, what is, what is okay and what's well, not? Well, and it's like, Google. It's Google. That's like, what I mean. The most unethical motherfuckers are like, I don't know, man. That seems con- I'm a tattle. Who are you telling? You can tell the FBI? Shut your my, fucking mouth. My Google searches are very strange. Everybody. Everybody sucks. You type into a Google Doc, you say, uh, Bill Gates sucks. And as soon as you hit enter, it locks it. (laughs) There was one day I was literally, I Googled uh, people with no butt cracks. (laughs) Are there people without butt cracks? Just unibuts? Where do they poop? It was so Is there still a hole? At the bar. Because the crack seems like There's it leads to the hole. There's still a hole, no crack. Is the hole on the outside? Is it like a belly button? No, it's This just, is what we were talking no, about it's yesterday. It's like a flat thing, and then it's just like, I don't know. Caleb and I were discussing at the mall yesterday, because we were at the mall for the first time in a long time. Uh, we I, know- say, I thought you guys go to the mall like, no. <laughs> I just picked you guys walking around with like little anti-ants pretzels. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, were. we have. I've been thrown out of a lot of malls. I'm a heckler. I'm a mall heckler. I've I like also to... been thrown out of malls. Yeah, <laughs> I called my mom a dyke once, and I was like, "That's not <laughs> happening." Was it at Arizona Mills? <laughs> no, it was Arrowhead. <laughs> oh, even better. That's a fighting mall. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fighting mall. They're you know closing Metro Center. Are they really? Side note. Yeah. Well, they're and they're gonna like redo anyway. That's the first skate park in a mall I ever saw. I know. Yeah. That place has been around forever. There's a and there's a sick little. Well, sick is probably unfair, but there's a cool little. Amusement park right there, mm-hmm. castles and coasters. Castles and coasters. Shout out shithole Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Dude. Yep, Phoenix, Arizona. Yep, <laughs> rising from the ashes. Good old Nineteenth Avenue, you know. Oh God, and Thunderbird. Okay, well, now that we've thoroughly traumatized ourselves talking about Phoenix, should we get into the main story of the day? We shall. Speaking of Arizona. Yeah, speaking of Arizona, today is a very Arizona show. We are talking about yeah. the Jerome Grand Hotel. Yeah, the Jerome Grand, uh, <laughs> a place that I've actually stayed. Uh, that's the first. Ho- that's the first. 
We now do this podcast, but yeah. as I've said a number of times on this podcast, I have been weird like this for my entire life. So when I was a senior in high school, me and my friend Evan Gonzalez got a couple cameras and we decided we're going to the Grand, we're going to stay there, we're going to capture these ghosts. None of us believed in ghosts when we went, and now, uh, you know, like 15 years later, I'm still recording a spooky podcast in my attic. So can you guess how it went? <laughs> It was scary as shit. So that uh, was like the turning point. Absolutely. Okay. I didn't, I didn't. So That's my, cool. Yeah, my entire life I've never really been, I've always, I, I'm an agnostic person. I grew up listening to Coast to Coast and stuff. So I've been exposed to all of this stuff from a really young age. Right. My dad made sure of that. And he's like, you need to know what UFOs are. And I appreciate that. So that and ghosts and stuff. Ghosts were always something that I didn't believe in as much. My mom did a lot. My mom was a very spiritual person and she, and not in the like namaste way, but in the like, she saw, she could right. see ghosts and shit like that. Yeah. And she, uh, she was very adamant about it. But you know, when your mom is adamant about something as a kid, you're naturally going to be like, oh, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's natural rebellion stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went and I was like 17 and we'll get into everything that happened that night. But I had a lot of very interesting experiences that, yeah, it caused me to totally like, I, we had a couple things that happened that you just simply, I still remember them. They stick out in my mind, and they're things that still justify ghosts existing to this day to me. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff. The Jerome Grand is legit. It's very much. Yeah. We've, the only other haunted place we've covered on here really is another Arizona location, which is the V. We mm -hmm. talked about the Monte V, yeah. which is obviously incredibly haunted, too. Mm -hmm. Totally. I, so I lived in Flagstaff for a long time, and I can vouch for the V being haunted. The Jerome Grand is way more haunted than the Monte Vista is. Yeah. Like, and constantly you can't sleep haunted. Like, yeah. it's so much more haunted. Yeah. If you guys have been around uh, viewers for a while, you know that we kind of touched on the Jerome Grand in our second ever episode. Yeah. yeah, we did. So, what is that? Fucking 49 episodes ago? It was like this time last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're going to go more in depth on it. Uh, the Jerome Grand Hotel... Didn't actually open as a hotel. No, this is why it's so haunted. It yes. was a hospital mm -hmm. for minors. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll give a little background on Cleopatra Hill. Yes. So Cleopatra Hill, we're talking about Jerome, Arizona, which is on a mountain. So imagine that it's up here on the top. The ghost is the top of Megan's head. Down here, this is Cleopatra Hill and Clarkdale's down here. Clarkdale's where they collect everything. Jerome is where they make everything. So there's a mine, there's two mine shafts in Jerome in Cleopatra Hill, and it's a gold mine. So it was a very popular mine, and it was also owned and operated by the same like mining barons that uh, I grew up in a small town called Butte, Montana, the Berkeley Pit there. It's the same people, same group, Bisbee, Arizona, Jerome, Clarkdale. Basically, there's a path cut of gold mines from southern Arizona up through Arizona, Nevada, uh, Utah. Montana, Idaho, and they're all owned by the same people, mm -hmm. and it's all the same stuff. So there was a tremendous amount. That Jerome exists to justify those mines being there. Like, there, it was a huge operation. Uh, that company is the Phelps Dodge Mining Company, yep. and they opened the United, Ver er, yeah, United Verde Hospital in 1927 as a hospital to service the miners and all of the surrounding mining towns. And it was uh, not a great hospital, <laughs> is the best way to put it. Uh, over 9,000 people died in that hospital. I mean, in all fairness, it was a mining hospital in the turn of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, when if you got your hand smashed, they were like, ooh. That was the whole reaction that they had. It was just like, It was open from 1927 and closed in 1950. It was a tuberculosis or tuberculosis ward at some point too, right? They did have a tubercul tuberculosis section, yeah. Most of Arizona's like that. Like, mm -hmm. uh, because when, the reason that Arizona's so conservative is because when air conditioning became a thing in the 1960s, 
pretty much everybody moved out there that hadn't already had tuberculosis because you were told if you had TB to move somewhere dry because because it causes fluid in the lungs. If you live somewhere dry, you'll live longer. So a lot of people moved to Arizona. The reason like Sun City feels like the place that people come to die is because that's what it was for. Yeah. It was for people to come and die. That's what it was for. Yeah, which is weird. It's like getting sunburned at the apocalypse. You yeah, know? it's such a <laughs> the Iron Lung City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check out this nice facility. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, the uh, United Verde Hospital operated for what was that twenty three years yeah. before it gets shut down, and after it gets shut down, sat empty for another. 44 years. And uh, I'll paint a picture here, too. Like, Jerome, you've been through Jerome. Mm -hmm. Jerome is interesting because as you go up or down Cleopatra, there's only one road through all of Jerome, and it winds back and forth because it's a really steep hill. And because it's such a steep hill, any of the historic buildings there that might be defunct or empty, none of them can become condemned. They can't take them off the hill. And they're historic buildings. So they just leave them there. Mm -hmm. So that means you'll be driving through Jerome, and, like, (laughs) there'll be new house, new house, art gallery, bombed out section from Kabul, Afghanistan, <laughs> new house, new house. Cause a lot of it is like, uh, Maynard James Keenan, the lead singer of tool, his wineries at the bottom of that hill. Mm-hmm. And Jerome's like his town. He yeah. kind of, yeah. If you guys want a vibe for what Jerome's like, Maynard basically owns it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of that. What's wild is there's a school there mm-hmm. and the school is by far the creepiest thing. Cause it's like right at the front of town. When you're up at the grand, it's got a cool view because Jerome is kind of horseshoe shaped. Mm-hmm. And as you look down, you can see all these buildings and then it kind of just goes straight down the hill except for the school, which is like over there. And it's just because the, there's a mine shaft over there and a school over there. It's, it's very, very haunting. It's very like a Good Springs. Yes. Yeah, it is very it's like Good Springs. Town, school over there that's <laughs> full of giant praying mantises. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that is somewhere living there that I always told people to go to. Yeah, Jerome's Like, cool. over Sedona mm-hmm. or over, like, most places. I'd be like, no, if you can, just take a day trip and go to Jerome. Well, Jerome's such a... you can do u- it all in one day. Yeah, and it's such a unique experience. Like, there are plenty of ghost towns in Arizona. There are none that are still alive. Yeah. And it's very much... It's like a poltergeist of a city. It's, it's really, a it's dead cool. city that's being possessed by a spirit. It's, yeah. You know? It's, it's cool. It's cool as hell. What yeah. I think is super interesting is my grandma's probably watching. She grew up in another mining town called Jerome, oh. but it was in Pennsylvania. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, weird. her... her Are they coal mining town? Her father, yeah, was a coal miner, uh, and they lived in Jerome, and yeah, it was also a mining town called Jerome. Interesting. Well, the Jerome in Arizona is named after one of the guys. Well, I think it's Phelps. I think it was yeah. Jerome Phelps. It's, gotcha. Yeah, that's why it's called Jerome. Yeah, I just, just now made that connection that another mining town that I... Because we always joke that we always have a connection yeah, to, to whatever the, we do, whether we know it or not. And you're like, well, yeah, I lived right by there. And I'm like, my grandma grew up in a mining town <laughs> called Jerome. <laughs> Just not this one. Just not that one. But yeah, you're right, dude. Like, I went to high school in Flagstaff, and you could go swimming at the creek, or you could go to Sedona, or you could go to Jerome. Yeah. And you would take the day trip and go to Jerome, because why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go have a, ha- or a haunted hamburger at yeah, the hotel. Yeah, exactly. So... The building was sold by the Phelps Dodge Mining Corporation in 1994 to the Ather family. Okay. Um, So it sat vacant for 44 years, which I'll tell a story about when it sat vacant uh, a little later when I talk about the ghost stories. But yeah, this building just sits empty for 44 years. 
The well, Acker yeah, family. Yeah, the old hospital, man. It's like, and it's literally on the top of the town. Like when lightning stripes in Jerome, uh -huh. stripes, when it strikes in Jerome, it, it looks like the opening to the house on Haunted Hill. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's really like, cool. Yeah, it's really it's creepy. It's really cool. But I just love the Ather family. And they're like, man, this creepy old uh, hospital that's been sitting here for 44 years. Let's buy it and turn it into a hotel. Dude, I would imagine all I did was walking around that parking lot. Because, again, it's above town. It's at the top of Cleopatra Hill. It's away from the rest of town, which is also what makes it so fucking creepy. When I get into my ghost story there, I'll explain exactly the role that that proximity plays in you wanting to leave the hotel at night. Yeah. Uh, but you do kind of feel stranded up there because it's mm -hmm. a little, it's up a road, and it's like a dirt road. It's not a paved road. I would imagine all they had to do was go up there and be like, man, this view, though. Right. I, I would imagine it was just going back and forth on, yeah, the view, but... That's the old hospital. Yeah, but the view. Yeah, but it's the old hospital. So they were probably just like, okay, well, let's open a haunted hotel. Right. Yeah, and then we'll be fine. So they spend two years building up the Jerome Grand, and they finally open it in 1996. And when they open it, I have a quote who said, We were skeptical and didn't believe it at the beginning, says general manager Chris Ather, whose father Bob and Uncle Larry bought the boarded up 30,000 square foot building from the old Phelps Dodge Corporation in 1994. We only had six rooms open at first and immediately began receiving reports from the guest, hearing voices and a hospital gurney in the hallway, but no one was there. But no one was there. And imagine people are like, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. And Bob and Leia are like, oh, no, we'll do it. We'll have Chris run and it'll be fine. And then Chris is like, okay, yeah, sure. And the first night he's like, guys, we've made well, the exact mistake they said we were going to make. What have we done? <laughs> yeah. uh, so they keep opening, uh, opening rooms and letting people stay there. And they're like, well, people keep reporting things to us, so we should probably keep record of it. So they have a guest book mm -hmm. in, in the lobby that is a 300-page guest book. Mm -hmm. They have filled five of them. <laughs> they fill a 300-page journal every year. <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. And everyone just writes, like, their name. How long their stay was and all the fucked up shit they heard. Yeah, you can go and like if even if you're not staying there overnight, you can go into the lobby and look at the journal. Like yeah. it's it's in like this front kind of like hallway that you walk into. It's right by the boiler room. Yeah, and you can like go and see the book. They for whatever reason, I guess they just think it's funny, but the elevator is right next to the boiler room uh -huh. and the front desk is right there. Nice. You know how it wraps around that little shop. Yeah. And that's like where you check in. Uh we'll get into the ghosts here in a second, but when I had my ghostly experience and we came out of that elevator that morning. I think they set it up specifically so they can give you an exit interview the moment you walk out of that. Yeah. Because they're like, how'd it go? And you're just like, D how'd it I go? Ghost. Hey. <laughs> Roll credits. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's a spooky place, though. It's like, I don't know, the ghost, I guess I shouldn't spoil it too much by getting into my ghost stories. Why don't you tell them the ghosts that occupy this place? Yeah, so I'll... Kind of go by most common to least common. Okay. That's how I'll structure it. And I know you both will probably pop in your own personal stories as I talk about them. <laughs> so keep them in your head because we're going to be distracting. <laughs> so the first one is floor three. Yep. Floor three is the most active floor. The thing that happens the most there is the hospital gurney. Yep. Uh, like I mentioned it before, people will hear uh, the hospital gurney just going up and down the halls. Yeah, it's like the squeaky wheel, you know, like mm -hmm. a... Uh, like a shopping cart. Yep, squeaky wheel on a linoleum floor. And yep. they said, well, you know Which how we'll they fix don't this. Have, by the way, yep. yes. I want to point out. They said, gone. you know how we'll fix this? Uh, we'll just put carpet down. Uh, <laughs> he, he, I even have a quote from Chris that says, we made changes with carpet, and you can still hear it at 3 in the morning. <laughs> so 
The third floor is particularly haunted because the operating room. Should I? Is this what this I is? Say? Yep, I'm setting you up for your first story. <laughs> okay, so we specifically stayed on the third floor because we knew that going into it, you're told that there's a breeze on the third floor. There's a little kid who knocks on the door. There's a gurney that goes up and down. There's all this shit. We're like, oh, well, we gotta stay on the third floor. We did not realize what rooms we were staying in because that hotel doesn't really tell you like. You stay at the V, there's a hotel or a room to stay in if you really want the experience. If you're staying at Congress, there's a, ho- a room yeah. to stay in. Jerome, that's not the case. They're just like, I mean, it's kind of the whole fucking place. Yeah. So we we were dumb kids. We booked rooms. Me and Evan are like setting our stuff up. We're putting the cameras down and shit. And uh, it was the room is set up very strangely. There are two bathrooms, two very small bathrooms. And there's a breaker box in there. And I was like, well, that seems irresponsible to have a breaker box inside a hotel room. And then I opened it. It's not the breaker box anymore. It's the old breaker box. And all of them said operating room one, operating room lights, operating room wall. And they're those old screw fuses. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I went in the bathroom. And while we're in the bathroom, you're talking about the carpet. If you picked up the floor rug that was in our room. So our shower had a drain in it. But if you picked that up, there was also a drain right there that used to be the drain for the operating floor. Uh huh. That all the blood used to go down, yeah. and they just covered it up with a bath mat. With a, with a <laughs> they were literally out of sight, out of mind. Literally throwing it under the rug. Yeah, you know? it really feels like they're just like, well, no, nah, it, it's only haunted if you say it's haunted. Right. No, buddy, it's haunted. I assure you. But yes, yeah, so our our room was actually right in. The old operating room. And that room is, the operating room is split up into a couple of rooms, but ours was the first one on the end there. I can vouch for the gurney. I mm-hmm. can vouch for the breeze. We had the little kid knock on our door. Uh, the creepiest thing that happened in that bathroom. We'll get back to the ghost stories in a second. The most charming thing I'll save till the end, because that has to do with a really prominent ghost there that I did experience. But the weirdest thing we had happen is the windows. So there are those old slide peg windows, you know, they're wood in wood frame. Sometimes the way those used to work is they'd have weights on them to help you lift the window up a little bit. And sometimes they'd have locks. I say all that because the window did something it shouldn't do. It's not one of those windows. There are no strings coming out of it, which means it doesn't have counterweights. It's just a frame in a frame. You have to use a stick to hold it up. I took that stick out and I went to go close the window and it would not fucking close. And I was a little smaller than I am now, but not much. And I was in much better shape. And I was yanking on this window to try to get it to come down. Would not move. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I called Evan and I was like, dude, this window won't go down. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it won't go down. Lo and behold, I go to do it again. Slams right down. I was like, oh, God damn it. So I turn around and we go to leave to get food. Window goes straight up. We both turned around immediately and we're like, okay, <clears throat> okay. So I tried it again, same story. I'm pulling on the window, pulling on the window, pulling on the window. It will not fucking close. <sighs> Take a break, grab it again, goes easy. This time I locked it. It's got the little lock on the top. Lock it. We're like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go get a hamburger. We're turning, we go to walk out, lock comes open, window goes right back up. And we're like, okay, window will stay open. Right. We'll leave the window open. You need no a problem. Yeah. No stick in it, nothing. Stayed open, no problem. Oof. Yeah. And that wasn't even the spookiest thing. That's when we decided to cut and run, not from our room. We were like, let's take a breather, go get a hamburger. We'll come back. We'll let's refill it. Yeah, let's go get a milkshake, then we'll come back to this. So uh, the room that receives the most comments is room number 32. Uh, Ather says it's former hospital guest. Uh, It was a room that has a balcony. It's one of the only rooms with a balcony. And it's the site of two possible suicides in that room. The first one was a former miner who was confined to a wheelchair, reportedly wheeled himself to the balcony, and climbed over the balcony. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, The second one was a businessman staying there was staying in the room, perfectly fine, checked in, went to his room, sat there for a little bit, shot himself. 
Jeez. Not didn't speak to anyone, nothing, just went up to his room and shot himself. That's wild. Yeah, when we were there that morning, we came down that morning, and when we were talking to the front desk person, uh, somebody had taken photos. Now, this was in 2004, but somebody had taken photos of orbs up in the penthouse. That's where they were staying, which is where that balcony is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris also is quoted saying, I once received a phone call at the front desk from an unoccupied room and heard a lady say something, but I couldn't understand what it was. He said, I called back and there was no answer. So I walked up there, unlocked the door, and the room was empty. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Oh my <laughs> prank gosh. calls from a ghost is fucking hilarious. Unplug the, the phone wire and go back down. It downstairs. still rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, guests also report smells coming from the room, such as flowers, dust, cigar smoke, and whiskey. Um, which that's fun. That's something we've all experienced at the bar too, yeah, is yeah. the perfume smell in one of the bathrooms. Yeah. It's a very distinct smell. Um, like you stated with the child, many guests and the hotel staff have heard and seen what appears to be a four or five year old child running down the hallway on the third it'll floor. It'll knock on your door. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll cry. You say, mm-hmm, motherfucker, it did it to me. It's, we were sleeping. It's scared. The absolute, they give you a video to watch when you stay there. And it's just about how Jerome has burned down three times. So we watched that video and we're like halfway through an episode of Family Guy. And gung, 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 gung. And we're like, oh, okay, great. And we went and checked the door. Nothing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says that it'll run down the hallway, sometimes crying, sometimes laughing. It also likes like to make it. Yeah. <laughs> appear at the foot of the bed in various rooms. No way, dude. No um, way, dude. Just staring at the bed's occupant. That's a, it's sleep said, paralysis demon. That's what it is. He mouth. said, Mama threw up. <laughs> Mom, Mama threw up. The, mo- the monster's in my bed again. Can I sleep with I you guys? You are the monster. <laughs> um, also, there are sounds of a giggling uh, baby on the top floor. <laughs> And uh, the baby will also start to cry, and it's such a common thing on the third and floor, uh, third and fourth floor, that guests will call down to the desk and be like, "Hey, I think someone left crying. their fucking baby in the room by itself. It's crying." And they're like, "Oh shit, that's not a good thing." And they'll go up there, and the room's empty. It's like when my cat wants me to wake up, and he uses that "I'm hurt" meow like that, and I get down, and he's like, "Hi." I'm like, oh, it's you like, hey, dude, uh, while you you're up, can you uh, give me some food? Or are you hurt? No, no, no. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> my, my belly my hurts. Belly hurts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also say that when they go into the room where the crying is heard and it's a vacant room, they can smell baby powder and zinc oxide. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, that's cool. Fucking ghost baby. That's awesome. <laughs> what would you do if you came across a ghost baby? Take it. I'd give it a ghost abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can we make killing baby jokes on it's like a gu- it's You like can't a gu- kill a baby that's already dead. It's a perfectly <laughs> fine joke. <laughs> Question of morality for the comments. Can you kill a baby that's already dead? Yeah. And if, if so, is it immoral? And if it's not, how far do you think you could make a field goal with it? Me? Yeah. How far could you make a field goal with how a ghost How much does baby? a ghost baby weigh, though? So, Well, like, it depends, but it's 8 to 12 pounds. Not far. Ghost I gotta pounds? be honest. I'm not good at that. <laughs> I would just simply throw it out the window. <laughs> Small shots. Uh, you know what? That's what I would do. Basketball. I like that. I like I'll do that. that. I want to a layup with a ghost baby. I prefer Ooh. that over the the punt. Right? That's what that's called. This is our guest, Megan. She's here to tell you how much she wants to kill babies. Can't kill a baby that's already dead. Um, I agree. Staff as well as guests frequently report bedside table lamps and televisions just being unplugged. Um, shampoo bottles rolling across the floor and flying across the room. And the one that freaked me out the most is they'll, like, leave their phone charging or their camera or something like that on a bedside table, go and do something, and come back, and it's gone. And they're like, 
oh, that's weird. Where'd my phone go? And they look under the bed, and it's sitting it dead middle underneath the bed. Dude, that's some ring shit. Yeah, that's you know? fucking scary. Yeah, well, dude, like fucking fuck. Okay, so I'll just we'll talk about the one of their most prominent ghosts in a second because I this, I got to talk about this. Yes. There's a cat ghost yep. in this hotel. It's a ghost cat. Um, and I want to give a layout because I interacted with this. And we're talking about his baby, which is why it's it's important to talk about now. So I had to sleep on a rollout. You know we filmed this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was checking on her baby in her purse. <laughs> I'm going to dunk the fuck out of you later. <laughs> so I slept. Uh, Evan slept on the bed. And then I slept on a rollout. Like a rollout. You know, yeah. they're, and those rollout beds are pretty stiff. They're pretty tight. So while I was sleeping, I woke up in the middle of the night to this like feeling on the bed, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I'm sorry, I've sort of buried the lead a little bit here, but everybody knows the feeling of a cat walking next to you. There's mm-hmm. like that very just because there's so much weight on that one paw. How mm-hmm. they do it, I don't know. And if you don't know, then your life sucks. Yeah, because it's great. Yeah, it's the best feeling is when a little cat's walking next to you in the bed, coming to wake you up or something. And that's what it felt like. And I, of course, woke up and I looked down. There was nothing there. I was a little scared, but I assumed I was just dreaming. So I went right back to sleep. And then I woke up to more of the sensation. And it legitimately felt like there was a cat laying next to me. Right. It felt like there was like a cat kind of like nuz- nuzzling me. My Much like you would throw the baby out the window, my immediate solution was, well, I'll just roll over on it. So I just rolled over. <laughs> I rolled over the other way. And then I woke up to what felt like a cat hitting me in the face. Uh, and I sort of let it all go. I didn't think much about it. They did not tell us about the ghost cat before we went up there. We just thought it was like the boiler room ghost and the stuff we're going to get into. Uh-huh. So I come down in that exit interview as I come out that elevator and the lady's like, so how was your stay? Did you, did you guys see anything? And I was like, yeah, you guys got a ghost cat? And she goes, oh yeah, oh yeah. Lots of people see the ghost cat. She's like, you saw the ghost cat? And I was like, I think I slept with the ghost cat. She was like, yeah, probably. Did it meow at you? And I was like, lady, <laughs> I slept. I slept. I slept. That means that a ghost cat did not fucking meow at me because I slept through the night. Had that cat meowed at me, I would have ran my ass back to Flagstaff in the middle of the night last night. Are you fucking kidding me? I actually have a quote here from Chris that says, uh, Guests also report the ghost of a cat on the third floor, <laughs> like a feline jumping on the bed and walking around. That's ex- I, I've heard that one a million times. That is that is the experience more than those windows, more than anything yeah. else. That's the experience that had me believe it in ghosts. Yeah, because it's so real feeling. Like, and I had not been told there was a cat ghost in this building. I grew up around animals and stuff. I'm used to sleeping in the same bed as them. And it just felt so much like I had a cat or a puppy, you know, in the bed. And then, yeah, lo and behold, it's a cat. They were so passive about it. And I was furious because they were like, oh, yeah, duh. And I was like, yeah, duh. Yeah, duh. Yeah, You don't yeah, duh, ghost cat. You don't yeah, duh. And I guess they do because that's their life. But I didn't. Because that's their life. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. Um. So before I talk about the two main ghosts, uh, there are also many guests reported seeing apparitions of two ladies, one in a white gown, like a hospital gown and one in a nurse's outfit. And they also see a male ghost that is walking around that's dressed like a doctor carrying a like in a long lab coat carrying a clipboard wandering the hallway. But it's very confusing because he appears to be 13 years old. <laughs> Do you think that a ghost doctor has good handwriting? No No way. Not a chance. (laughs) That's why we can't communicate with him. A medium's like, I'm trying. I've got a ghost. I've got... I have... He's writing something. I have no fucking idea what he's writing. I have no fucking idea what he's writing. (laughs) I think it's a doctor. (laughs) Doctor... Can doctor ghosts still write prescriptions? Or... You know, I wonder... What ghosts can touch stuff? Do you think there are rules 
Do you think you got like? Do you think you got to train to be able to touch stuff? As a ghost, I think. Yeah. Oh, you think there are like skills you got to get? You know, like, you got to work out your pushing muscles or something. <laughs> you get a skill tree, and one, if you get one thing, it blocks off another. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if you choose one level in Poltergeist, it blocks off Banshees. Yeah, so. you can't <laughs> scream or haunt anybody, but you can push stuff off shelves now. <laughs> you can move <laughs> items, but you can't possess. As a ghost, what power would you want to have the most? Uh, you're already invisible, right? Because you're a ghost. Okay. I guess maybe that's not true because plenty of apparitions are visible. Yeah. I mean, but uh, is what's your ghost power? Making yourself like, visible a power. How would you? What's your favorite way to haunt somebody? Be an asshole. I don't there you know. go. So I probably invisible. You don't even have to be a ghost people. for that one. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> You'll become a ghost being that. I would way. just yeah. fuck with people. So invisibility probably. Yeah. But would you want to be able to grab stuff? There's a really because you're a ghost, so it doesn't really matter if they see no. you. There's a really okay. easy answer to this question. Well, then answer it. The shrimp hands from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the power I want. That is also, the best this power. Could, that could be a great like idea for an OnlyFans. <laughs> shrimp hands? Shrimp hands? Gross. We call her shrimp tits. Ghost lady, invisible ghost lady. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Ghost, I want to start. Ghost porn. Ghost erotica. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I want to start a uh, not it's safe for work. HBO special. Okay. <laughs> so want... They're bringing back real sex and it's going to be about ghosts. I want to start a not safe for work only fans where it's me just uh, committing multiple OSHA violations. <laughs> that's why it's not safe for work. <laughs> I only got one foot on this ladder. Isn't that sexy? I'm on the it... top rung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rewiring this electric. Electricity on, in a pool. Smoking next to a gas <laughs> in pump. In a pool. <laughs> Check this out. I'm not wearing shoes while working on this breaker box <laughs> with a flathead screwdriver. Well, then, then you'll end up like that ghost that's in the boiler room. Yes, which I'll talk about <laughs> yeah. right now. Look at that. Look at that segue. So uh, during its hospital days, like I said, 9,000 deaths occurred in this hospital. It was I, only open for 23 years, right? Yes. What's the quick math on that? That's, uh, that's, that's a number. That's at least two deaths a day. Yeah. that's <laughs> They weren't doing great. No. Those are COVID numbers. <laughs> no, we had far more than 9,000 in 23 years. Oh, yeah. We had fair. like 9,000 yesterday. <laughs> but this is one hospital. Yeah. It's like And it's not Texas. in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so, one guy that died... Um, one guy that died was Claude Harvey. That's a good name. Yeah, Claude Harvey was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a poker player's name. He was a maintenance man for oh, the hospital. <laughs> so Claude Harvey was going about his business until they realized no one's seen Claude Harvey in a little bit. Where's he at? <laughs> so they they go down to the maintenance room and they said, "Oh, there's Claude Harvey." <laughs> With his head trapped underneath the elevator. Yep. <laughs> and so uh, they lift the elevator up. His head. Oh, nice. His, the elevator was pinned down on his neck, uh, like pushing down. Like he was laying down on a ledge and the elevator was pushing his head down. So they lifted it up and they did a full autopsy of everything. And they're like, yeah, um, the elevator didn't kill him. That was staged. <laughs> they're like, we're going to do an investigation to where... Um, the United Verde Copper Company, who owned the building, said, no, you're not. Interesting. Yep. I didn't know that part. See, I told you, I told you, Claude Harvey, that's a, that's a villain's name. He was hiding as a janitor and they got him. Or maybe he had a gambling debt. What do you think? What do you think happened to Claude Harvey? What do you think the mining company killed him? I don't, maybe he, maybe he had an affair with one of their wives or something. You think maybe, yeah, that's possible. You think maybe he saw something he wasn't supposed to see? Like He's a janitor, ghost? after all. Mm -hmm. like a ghost. Like a like no, ghost he can see tits? those. <laughs> <laughs> like without paying the subscription fee? Dude. 
the audacity. What is it, Kanye West? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no autopsy was ever allowed to be performed, nor x-rays taken. And uh, the leading theory is that he was murdered and his body was put there as a cover-up. Makes sense. But he's the reason that that elevator sounds like it's constantly moving. Yes. Which I can vouch for. That's real. It's like an old, you know, it's an old-timey crank mm-hmm. elevator with that kind of door. And we could hear it from our room. Like, yeah. middle of the night, you can hear it. It sounds like it's going. You, It's weird. <clears throat> you can stand in front of that elevator when it's in front of you, like, sitting there, and you can hear it moving. You can hear it, like, going up it's and down. It's one of the scariest parts of the <laughs> Yeah, hotel. the elevator's real, and it's I scary love, as shit. Scary. I love the idea of this. And it's the only way to, like, get into the hotel unless you come in through the bar. If you check in, you have to go through the elevator. Yeah. I love the idea of this old-timey prospector maintenance man ghost going, just sitting in the elevator, cranking it through every floor, and he's like, whoa! Yippee! <laughs> 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 Maybe he's just trying to tempt somebody else, you know? He's like, he wants to crush somebody's head now. He's like, come on down. It's like the furnace in Home Alone. Uh, the only other person to die in this hotel of suspicious activities that weren't mining-related or illness-related uh, was when it wasn't even a hospital anymore. That's when it was abandoned. It was between hospital and hotel, that weird 44 years. The Phelps Dodge Mining Company hired a security guard. Uh, they hired a security guard named uh, Manoa Hoffpierre. Okay. With sick-ass name. Yeah, that's a good name. And they're like, hey, man, uh, you live in the area. Can you just watch over this building for us that we're not using anymore? He said, yeah, no problem. And they're like, yeah, just come hang out. Just make a, sure. A 1950s Jerome local. Could uh, you imagine? They're like, <laughs> man, this building's been vacant. Um People are vandalizing the shit out of it. I feel like this conversation went differently. I think they were probably like, who could we possibly get to do this shit? Who will say yes? Because everybody knew. It's yeah. the fucking haunted empty castle at the top the, of the hill. This dude was like <laughs> constantly drunk. He was like, oh, fuck, man. They're like, hey, dude, uh, do you need beer money? He's like, that'd be great. And they're like, you want to go just sleep in the weird haunted uh, ho- uh, hospital? You can drink up there. It's fine. Just call the cops if you see anything. <laughs> but yeah, so he was there. We're making this for, guy sound like such a fucking lush. Uh, he <laughs> yeah, was there like, for years. We know nothing about this man. We're like, he was a complete drunk. He was, he was a, a loser. fucking dickhead. <laughs> dude. A fucking dick. Honestly, With, no one missed him. It's I, a surprise I even included him in this. With that Watch kind one of, of name. his kids listens to our show and they're like, hey, my, my dad, dad was a, nice a drunk asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for someone they, they finally. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like the rust shooting thing. Yeah. Like, so, finally, somebody's on our side. So uh, in 1982... He was doing his rounds, and he was supposed to come home, and he didn't. <laughs> just didn't come home. What, what, do, you think his, what do you think his rounds were? Just Pro- like, like, literally, probably just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. He's like, hey, is there any 1982 kids in here spray painting uh, VHS tapes on the wall? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all the broken windows are the They're same broken windows that they were yesterday. All right, cool. Saw the <laughs> ghost lady. See. All right. <laughs> he said, One, see, it's two, a good job for a three. drunk asshole. <laughs> Four, five, six. Yep, thirty-two broken windows, same as yesterday. <laughs> Said, "Is there any Finn Wolf farts in here doing vandalism?" Yeah. Hey, uh, we got any Ghostbusters? Any Ghostbusters in here? Uh, so he was supposed to go home, doesn't show up home. So the police end up going and being like, "Well, I guess we have to do our job." So yeah. they start looking around and they go into the maintenance room, the boiler room, and they're like, "Oh, well, there's Manoa. He's fucking hanging from a steam pipe." Jeez, it's that just, boiler room. That boiler room will get you. There's something down there. Just hanging from the steam pipe. And he's like, well, that's uh, not supposed to happen. Guess he killed himself. And they're like, should we look into it? And they go, 
Nope, he killed himself. That's it. That's the end of it. Yep. So, because well, I mean, what even like I know that we have the show to talk about ghosts and stuff, but realistically, what's a police officer supposed to do in that situation? Like, uh, who, who do I talk to about a ghost killing a guy? Like, do I go get a Ouija board? Like, how do I talk to a witness? You're under arrest. <laughs> Just shooting, <laughs> shooting at a ghost. It's hitting all the boilers and shit. <laughs> no, he's like, ah, it's not working. <laughs> Kills himself and then shoots him as a ghost cop. Ghost cop. Coming to HBO. Ghost cop. <laughs> They'd be doing a better job than they do now. That's he, true. he died in the line of duty. That didn't mean his duty stopped. <laughs> Ghost cop. That didn't stop him from beating people's asses. So, yeah, all these f- freaky things are happening. Um, and they continue to happen. Like, people will just be chilling in the rooms and just hear laughter. Uh, I was reading a thing where a guy was like, yeah, I went to go do an investigation. He's, uh, a, he's an amateur ghost hunter. He's like, I was excited. I went by myself. I got there. I unpacked all my shit. And all of my stuff was broken. Oh, that's so fucking disappointing. None of it would turn on. He's like, all the batteries were dead. I tried using the charger. It wouldn't work. And he's like, so I just packed my shit up and went home. (laughs) He's like, I couldn't do anything. Can't ghost hunt what you can't hunt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That was a terrible line. Talk. (laughs) (laughs) You can't ghost hunt what you can't. Ghost hunt. <laughs> Ghost hunt. Shit. I wish I could disappear from this video. So <laughs> I know, though, that you have to stay at the hotel to be able to do the tour. So, like, you can't just go and do a tour. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know sucks. that. They didn't give us a tour when we stayed there. We clocked it. I think we clocked in. Listen to me. We, we checked in at, like, oh, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. They didn't give us a tour. We did the window thing. We went and got dinner. We came back. We watched the video and some TV, and that's it. We didn't, uh, again, though, this was. 2004, you, know, well, you said. Yeah, this is a long yeah. time ago. Because I know I was looking into going at one point in, like, 2012, and okay. it's, like, a whole, like, when you go online now, they have, like, a whole experience that you can do. So you stay overnight. They let you do, like, they, like, give you equipment. Kind of like Waverly? Yes, and they must have, it must have been a thing at some point that they were like, we're done with people just coming in here and thinking they get a tour. We need to make money. They need to stay the night. <laughs> For sure, like, yeah. We need to get people to stay the night. And that's why I never ended up doing it is because I was like, I'm not staying the night here. <laughs> See, we did the opposite. We got no tour. We just stayed the night. I'm the shit not about to have this ghost get in my suitcase and bring it home. <laughs> yeah, but that ghost cat is cute, dude. Yeah, I probably <laughs> uh, so I'm on the Jerome Grand website right. right now, which is funny. When I when I talked about when they first opened the hotel, they had six rooms and they have bulked up quite a bit. Uh, they have four standard rooms <laughs> and five specialty rooms because <laughs> they're five haunted rooms and then the other four rooms. Yeah. We have four haunted rooms and five also haunted <laughs> rooms, <laughs> slightly more noticeably haunted rooms. Uh, but it's super funny because this website, you can look at it. It's jeromegrandhotel.net and I advise you look at it because it has history of the town and everything like that. And a gallery. Three times it burned down. Yeah. My favorite part is it says best hotel in Jerome. There's maybe three hotels in Jerome. So like. It's also Jerome's only full service hotel. Yeah. Uh, that service is ghosts. <laughs> right. Not only do you get breakfast. Full service. He has that a continental breakfast and ghosts. And ghosts. This the, I'm just gonna read excerpts from this uh, this website because it's hilarious. Jerome, Arizona is just a hundred miles north of Phoenix and nestled among the shadow of Cleopatra Hill. Jerome Grand in Arizona is welcoming Beacon to bygone days. 
Is it though? Is it? Is it? Or is it just an artifact of bygone days? They have an old jail building. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. There's that. They have a jail building that's like barred off, and there's a toilet down there. Yeah. And you can make a wish by throwing a coin in it. Yeah. That's what kind of town this the is. Bygone days. But then, exactly. but then next the good old to lucky it, toilet days. Simpler times. And then next to it's like a crystal shop. Yeah. It's and a kaleidoscope shop, actually. Yeah. And the next to it, it's a kaleidoscope shop. Yeah, they and the next to it is a crystal shop. <laughs> also, the largest <laughs> grasshopper, you know. The largest uh, grasshopper. This is weird that I've ever seen in my entire life. I saw in Jerome. I'm not shitting you. It was this big. Yeah. 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 Everything there is fucking weird. Yeah, it's a fucking Imagine how big weird. the roaches are. <laughs> the rat roaches? You can ride them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, rat roaches are eating my mom. Uh, so, <laughs> next line. Our hotel in Arizona is at the top of the town, overlooking. I mean, that is true. Yeah. They're just stating facts because they it's can't, not like the they're not going to the lie. It's like the top rated. It's just physically on top of it, the rest yeah, of the town. It's... No, it's is at the top of the town, <laughs> overlooking the entire Verde Valley, and features the award-winning Asylum Restaurant, serving lunch and dinner daily. It's not the best place to get food, though. Haunted hamburger. Hamb- haunted place hamburger. Yeah. It's the best view too. They have good milkshakes. They do. Our lobby is staffed 24-7, and we offer four types of standard rooms and five types of specialty rooms for your selection. All our accommodations in Arizona have queen beds with Serta Resort Chateau plush mattresses for your comfort. Those are paid for. Uh, I like that it's four types of rooms and five types of specialty rooms, so you got one of each. Yeah. You got four types of normal rooms, and there's four of them, so <laughs> take your pick. Right. Uh, I'm going to go to rooms mix here up a in a lot. second. Like, one's got a twin and a queen in it. One's got... <laughs> uh, Jerome Grand Hotel. That bed's on the roof. Uh, Jerome Grand Hotel is one of the best hotels in Jerome with modern amenities and guest facilities. Book your room now. We offer discounts for senior, AARP, AAA, first responder, and military. Mm-hmm. Only ADA service dogs, please. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want none of your emotional support shit. Let's see what rooms they have here. We're going to book a room right now. We're going to book, book a room right now. <laughs> We're going right now. We got the standard guest room, Valley Side, faces <laughs> the Verde Valley, and is haunted as shit. These <laughs> rooms do not have a balcony. <laughs> Mine, <laughs> mine wasn't uh, facing the valley. It was on the backside of the uh, the building. I know because the view of the real stubborn window was of like the cutout of the mountain right there. Right. There was no view at all. There's just trash cans right uh-huh. there. We have the garden room, a larger than standard room with one queen bed, sitting area, and a private sun porch. Nice upgrade for couples wanting something special. Rooms also have at least 33 ghosts, a microwave, and a refrigerator. It doesn't say 33 <laughs> ghost things. One room is on the mountainside with extra large sun porch, and the other one is facing the valley side and has a smaller sun porch. Do you say it has a microwave? It does have a microwave. It means you can do the... Yeah. We've, we've shared this hack before, but the best way to kill ghosts in your house is uh, hack your microwave so the door's all the way open, and then just turn it on high for two hours. It's the easiest way to get all the ghosts out of your house. And well, everything else. This one's funny. One bedroom suite, large living room, bedroom, not shown, and sun porch. Murphy bed is in the living room to accommodate up to four guests. If you can find it. <laughs> uh, includes microwave and refrigerator with great valley views located on second floor. It's a weird, that's a weird having a Murphy bed in a hotel room. Like not a rollout or something. Like where is it? Oh, it's in that bookshelf. Yeah. Why? It's a hotel room. Why do you need the space? Didn't you build it for this? Right. Because <laughs> that's when you, they were saying the different types of rooms. That's all I could think of is what's different. The beds? That's all that's ever different in a bathroom. Yeah. Or in a bathroom, listen to me. Is in a hotel room, it's not like one doesn't come with a bathroom. Mm-hmm. They all have bathrooms. They all have that stuff. So it's got a different bed. Yeah. Come on. Do you remember how much you paid like back then? Oh shit, it's probably like sixty bucks. I think it was under a hundred bucks a night. Yeah, I know it's cheap. Like it's yeah. not very much. It's maybe like a hundred bucks a night. Well, it's more of a yeah, because it's like a novelty experience. You know, it's not. You're nobody. 
almost no one is passing through Jerome, yeah. you know, because right. you got to go up Cleopatra Hill and back down and mm-hmm. like nobody's doing No, that. you're spending the day. Yeah. So I think most people go to like make it part of their experience. Well, and if it's too expensive, you won't do it. Right. Well, and I will say that, like, even just walking in to I mean, I've always like how you were saying you, your mom always like has seen ghosts and whatever. I've always like seen ghosts or like had weird feelings in certain places, whatever. And walking into that hotel, like if you have any sort of sixth sense, like you immediately are like, whoa. Yeah. And they also, so in Jerome, which I see you like looking at right here online, I totally forgot that they have like an old um, saloon, like Mm -hmm. a old, it was it was a brothel, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the copper the copper queen. Where that place and the so... copper queen is haunted as fuck too, and yes. it's all upstairs. Yeah, yeah. The so copper I... queen has been there the whole time. It's been there since the eighteen hundreds, and yeah, it used to be like a get shot in the street kind of bar. Yeah, I mean it still is. It's just they're semi automatic pistols now instead of revolvers, but it's still a rough bar. Yes, yeah, so you can stay at a hotel and then also go to a bar and a restaurant that are all haunted. In the you can same... stay above the copper queen. If yeah, you want, which is yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, Jerome is definitely, like I said, Maynard basically owns the whole town. Like, it is geared towards haunted tourism. Like, that's yeah. what they're after. Like, the school that we mentioned doesn't have kids in it. It's just a old, empty school that they hold art shows and stuff in. Right. Which is really creepy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it doesn't, it really adds an element. When you look down to Clarkdale, Clarkdale has a big coke plant for making um, cement. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Tatooine. You know, right. yeah, because it's like it's like this. It looks like an oil refinery in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real weird little town, but I could see why people would come and you know just stay for a night and kind of because there's not that much to do in Jerome. You look at the galleries, yeah, go to the kaleidoscope store, yeah, uh, walk Buy past the crystal. firehouse, <laughs> yeah. Ghosts Buy are not mentioned crystals. Buy a crystal once that prevents on their from... website. They don't mention ghosts. They don't once. mention ghosts. This once. family refuses to accept. Wait, their on ho- the hotel? <laughs> on the hotel's website, it does not refer to ghosts once, but. In the attractions tab, it does have the Jerome Sliding Jail. It says the Jerome <laughs> yeah. Sliding Jail slid over 220 feet. That's not even the Lucky Jail. So the it's Sliding like, Jail's next to the Lucky Jail. They must have changed this because back in the day, they had a ghost tour, 100%. That's interesting. Because I remember going to book one and I was like, I don't know, this sounds scary, like whatever. So they've definitely changed it. Maybe it's too real now, you know? Maybe because, I mean. Maybe they're struggling and they don't want to like. They went, oh, I don't know, gear towards... Everyone loves that shit, don't they? Or maybe they? they had a fucking team of amateur ghost hunters come and they found one of them hanging from a fucking pipe in the boiler room and we're like, okay, we gotta stop doing this now because our insurance does not cover this. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> honestly, like if something did happen to people who were ghost hunting, you would have to have insurance for that. And yeah, they'd already have insurance for the hotel, but you'd need additional insurance for the additional circumstance you're putting them in. To go back to his <laughs> uh, not safe for work fucking OnlyFans, you're not allowed in that boiler room unless you have like OSHA certification or a supervisor who has it. So in order, and we were let in there. They just let us walk in there. They let us walk around in there. Because, you know, it's right there. Right. I have a feeling maybe they've had to, like, pull back on some of the ghost stuff. Most definitely. Because when I looked back in the day, like 2011, 2012 maybe, there was was the option of, like, stay the night, do the ghost tour. Like, this is how you do, this is how you're able to do the tour. Well, like every Arizonan that has any sort of understanding of the haunted stuff in the state knows all about the Grand. Yeah. Everybody does. I mean, there's like a handful of very, there's a mansion in 
flag that's super haunted and really creepy. Uh-huh. It's got like these, I can't remember the name of the family that owns it. I don't know if you've been there. It's like a log. It's behind the old Hastings, but it's like this big log house. And there's a bunch of those paintings that walk, watch you when you're walking around. Uh-huh. There's a secret tunnel in it. And it was like the really rich family in town. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because it looks like, we'll go. It looks like a castle kind of, uh-huh. but it's a log cabin castle. So it feels like one of those English homes with secret doors and shit, except it's a log cabin. But it has all that stuff. It's really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, there's like a handful of those types of things. And it's Arizona. Arizona has so many weird things, right? You know, it's the West Coast Florida. There are so many weird things about it. I think that the haunted hotel, them not leaning into it is kind of odd. It's weird to see them not more, because most Arizonans love that kind of shit. Yeah. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, everybody knows about it. It's culturally, it's super relevant. That's why everybody's weird. Cause right. Like, the, it's a weird culture. And the history of Jerome Grand Tab on their website does not mention ghosts, but it does like it's like the main attraction of this hotel is the Rolls Royce that's parked in it. What? Yep. What? Yep. No, it isn't. They're like we also have some pretty state of the art uh, steam heaters. Okay, something happened in this hotel. Something, we don't know what happened, but something, something happened. happened. We're gonna have to make a sequel you, episode about what happened to Jerome quickly. While I I want to say something really quick. Uh oh. And I wanna I wanna see if you remember this. Okay. Because you. you Spent time in Arizona. Okay, so, or maybe, like, in the comments, we can, like, all dive into this. Okay. So, there's this abandoned dog track. Yeah. Off of the 10. Yeah, the Greyhound track. Okay, when you were a kid, or when you're a teenager, whatever the fuck, did you ever hear rumor? I remember hearing rumor that, like, it was haunted and it's abandoned, but... The rumor that I had always heard was that the owner of it had gone in there and, like, shot himself because yeah. he went bankrupt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Because yeah. it closed so, in the 90s. Yeah, and yeah. it's still there. Yeah, it's still it's very much there. It's huge abandoned... Yeah, it's north of Black Rock City, which is, like... The, or is that what it's called? That's the name of Burning Man City. No, right? it's, like, uh, right Black off the... Canyon te- City, that's what it is. It's, like, right off the 10. Yeah, like... like can... So as you're coming down, Black Canyon City's right before Phoenix. I've done the drive between Flagstaff and Phoenix so many damn times, and it's right after that. You turn off right... You can see it from the freeway. It's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a big old, and it's it's pretty brutal because it looks like a it looks like a South American uh, soccer stadium or something. Because yes. it's all a bunch of concrete. It's really dry out there, and it's super echoey. It's such a haunted ass place to like be because the tiniest little noise it's is so, loud. And I never went. And, I was always way too scared. Dude, it's creepy. Did you go to the domes? You ever go to the domes? Uh uh-uh. uh There are these domes just north of Phoenix. These concrete architectural domes. Not really sure what they're there for. We used to throw like crust punk parties out there. Right. Uh, Twin Arrows. You ever go to Twin Arrows or Two Guns up in... So Twin Arrows used to have this KOA. It's gone now. But there used to be this... When I was a teenager, there was this KOA with a pool and nobody really touched it. And then me and all my crust punk friends in Flagstaff kind of took it over Painted the pool, started having shows out there. We used to do what we called the Thunderdome. We got one of those old playground, you know, the hanging bar things, and we put it over the pool and then played inside the pool. Yeah, Thunderdome nights were especially fun. Holy shit. <laughs> so we would do that out there, and now that's like kind of gone. The building's been raised. But that little KOA shack, man, there'd be times where we'd be cleaning up the party at like 4 or 5 in the morning, and just the weirdest shit, just the weirdest little noises. And you know there's nothing in here. This building is as abandoned as a building can be, and you'll hear something walking across the room or whatever. Well, just like kids in this area, like, the woods are all haunted and everything. I remember... Dude, we go all, to the desert at night. We all used to go out to... We called it Calalejos because it was this whole, like... It was still an up-and-coming neighborhood, but you could, like, literally be in the middle of the fucking desert, like... And in no time. Exactly. Yeah. 
and we would go out there, and that's where I had always heard about like skinwalkers and stuff. And dude, we would hear and see some fucked up shit. Out there. It was scary, dude. The uh, one of the cooler things. It's not too scary. I also but it, did a lot of drugs. So well, I mean, same. This no. might have been. It, it might have been both. <laughs> it's Arizona, guys. Pork and uh, Why not both? Exactly. You know? <laughs> so the um, there's a kind of a neat bit of ruins in Oak Creek too. Since we're talking about Cleopatra Hill, this is a little later, but. That area, Oak Creek, before Sedona, Sedona became a city in the 1970s with New Age. It was not a real city. It has no long legacy in Arizona. That was Oak Creek forever. And the city limits of Oak Creek actually got pushed down. The creek that it's on, which, guess what it's called? Oak Creek. Uh, it got pushed down it so that they could fit Sedona in. Well, when they did that, they changed the main freeway in. The, you know, yep. you take the, the 17 in instead. Well, it used to be the, shwi- the switchbacks as you mm-hmm. come down that road. So you would hit this, it's beautiful too. You hit this valley on the Oak Creek and you follow it all the way to Oak Creek. It's probably about 10 miles and it's like switchback. It's high. It's in this little, it's beautiful. Anyway, what there used to be is a lot of wellness resorts along that. Mm-hmm. In the mid-century, they all closed them. So we used to go down, you could go down and right as you get to the bottom of the switchbacks, you can walk up. My friend Ashley, her grandparents had a house right there. And if you walk across the creek right there, there's an old sauna in a cave that has a whole wall built on the front of the cave. The sauna box was still in there. It was an old sauna. And if you follow that down, there are two old buildings right here and an old pool all covered in vines and shit. And they're just from the 60s. And what it was is it was a wellness resort that lost all of its traffic basically it was you know you'd stop there as a roadside motel too it's like this cool you know little creek fun spot well that's the thing that got dissolved when they decided to put in the real freeway to make it sedona so there's kind of an interesting i think that's a kind of an interesting catch-22 that they got rid of the actual interesting thing to Mm. make way for the fake interesting thing Uh there is a ufo in sedona though don't believe anybody who tells you otherwise there is it's hidden there somewhere that's that's the belief is that is, the vortex yeah the belief is that that was a that that was a cia operation they were trying to get a ufo out of oak creek and the reason that they built sedona because when they built sedona the zoning was very aggressive and they like pushed people out for no good reason in the middle of central arizona i mean uh-huh. the rocks are beautiful but you're from arizona you know they're everywhere in right. arizona so like they were all pushed out and the idea was that a ufo crashed there the cia came in took it, made a city limit around it so that they could protect it forever, kept all the local authorities out, and then rebuilt sort of the city in accordance to the narrative they wanted to tell, which is, no, it's vortexes and crystals and new age and all that shit, but what it actually was was a UFO. They went down, Operation Vortex was to go get that UFO. They picked it up and then made up all this bullshit as a cover story. And that sounds wild until you listen to our episode about the Lubbock Lights and you learn about the Men in Black and Project Blue Book and how fucking inept those guys actually were. Mm -hmm. Sounds possible. So I did find... (laughs) Fucking vortexes, baby. I did find ghosts mentioned on the page. It's hidden at the bottom of one of these pages. (laughs) They're like, fine, okay, yeah, we have a couple ghosts. So a couple of experts. The owner is not into hauntings nor ghost stories, but said (laughs) if there are spirits that be are happy, I'm happy. Yep. He also uh, says, yes, there have been a couple TV shows on the spirit nature of the hotel. Um, He also says that... The hotel owner will admit if there are spirits, they must be a lot happy, uh, happier occupying the hotel instead of a hospital. They're dealing with the clientele that are here by choice and not by necessity. That's such a weird, privileged way to look at things. Like, well, then they'll be happy. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Have right. you spoken to the ghosts? Right. I hope a ghost fucking murders him in his sleep. Yeah. yeah. Making money off of like the push him off that, of that. Yeah, push him off weird. the balcony. At least lean into it. It right. doesn't really matter if they you're into it. They used to lean into it. I swear did, to God. They did. And when we were there, like I said, when we were there, we were two 16, 17-year-old kids that were there doing it. And the morning we were leaving, there were other, you know, like adult ghost hunters there doing the same thing. Yeah. I think the owner got tired of it. Maybe. Or... As we visited earlier, a much better conspiracy is that something bad happened there. Yeah. Now, now he's like, no, we don't mean fucking ghosts. No, ghosts would never kill somebody here. That would be crazy. That's Especially not a kid. What are you talking about? We don't know where that kid is. Anyway, what's up? Anyways, uh, what's up? Oh, you asked where a haunted burger was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just No, a ghost wouldn't fucking kill a kid here. No kids have died here. It, what was the question you asked? Oh, soap. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll bring some up to you. Right. We got you on the shampoo. Ugh. All right. Well, I mean, the Jerome Grand's a crazy place. Uh, it definitely deserves your attention. If you have a little bit of tourism time or money with the new year, go check it out. It's well worth it. And if you are a haunted tourist, it sounds like you're also going to piss off the owner by being there. So that makes us extra happy. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the Jerome Grand is definitely worth your time. And there's a lot of cool haunted places in Arizona. You know, the dog track. You can make a whole trip out of it. Caleb and I are about to take a whole UFO road trip. You know what I mean? And most of that's in Arizona. Yeah. Re- I, th- I would argue probably a big portion of why I make this show is because I grew up so much of my life in Arizona. Yeah. It's just such a weird place. The, the weird ghost stuff, the weird, like I said, like the skinwalker theories and st- all of that is, I don't know. I will say this, yeah, if, as far as that goes, I don't talk about that too much because the Nares and that's the, you're not supposed to talk about it because uh, you'll yeah. invite it into your life. Got uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, a little advice from the, the guy who knows. Uh, okay. Yeah. Also, stay the Please. fuck out of Canyon Deche. If you are not native, stay the fuck out of Canyon Deche. You want to be haunted for the rest of your fucking life? Where is that? It's in the it's on it's in Navajo County. It's on the Diné Res. Okay. Which for those at home playing at home, that's Navajo Res. Diné is the actual word for them. Spanish called them Navajos implied that they were Apache. That's not true. So anyway, uh, the Diné Res at the very bottom of it in Navajo County. Uh, that's where Canyon Deche is. Canyon Deche is the um, probably the holiest ground. It's where the spirits return to the earth. Okay. It's the Del Bac. It's where the water runs dry and the spirits return to earth. Got it. So it's also so allegedly where the skinwalker lives. And the easiest way to get the skinwalker's attention, I am so uncomfortable talking about this, uh, fuck, <laughs> is to go into Canyon Deche. Got it. Uh, but you're just not supposed to talk about it at all. I the know. reason I haven't brought it up at all is because uh, I believe in a lot of shit and I'm not going to talk about the fucking skinwalker because that's not a thing you want. If it is real, you do not want to invite that into your life. Yeah. It will yeah. absolutely ruin your life. Okay, now I'm really confused. <laughs> well, you yeah. brought it up. I did. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, thanks a lot. Anyway, <laughs> well, while I'm glad I'm better educated about it. Uh, and you know what's funny is the reason, I think part of the reason that that gets said is because it's since been renamed, but that highway used to be US 666. US 666 used to go through Arizona and New Mexico. Yeah. It's where La Llorona is most. Do you guys know the story of La Llorona? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for those at home that don't know, it's the weeping woman. It's a Mexican tale about a weeping woman who you'll find on a riverside, and she's looking for her children, and when you come across her, she kills you or scares you or whatever, possesses you. The story is different depending on who tells it. But that was very commonly on uh, the highway to hell, which is, you know, 666. Yeah. There's a, like I said, there's a lot of weird shit in Arizona, man. It's, and it's called 666 because it was a sub of Route 66. Right. So it's just sub Route 6 of Route 66, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I even remember, like, being a kid and people talking about, like, the ha- their houses being built over, like, Native American well, graveyards. And that's stuff. every Everywhere. house yeah. in America. If you yeah. think but in all fairness, there's, like, there's definitely, like, um, there are places that are more spiritually charged. And in Arizona, I think there are significantly more 
because we've been allowed to occupy our land for longer there. Yeah. You know, the interruption, the reservational interruption went from east to west. And while things have certainly changed, it's still partly our land. So, like, yeah. the connection is still there. And it's Arizona. It looks, you know, it's the only state in the U.S. that has all four major climate zones. That's why the biodome is there. It's, or biosphere, <laughs> biodome. Good movie, babe. Um, but, you know, and actually, for those at home who don't know, Biodome is honestly kind of what actually happened at the Biosphere. It's a semi-biographical movie. At the very beginning, they didn't close the door properly, and they ruined their entire experiment. There's a fun conspiracy theory around that, that they got all the, all the animals out. So if you're in Arizona, you're in Tucson, you want to go to the Biosphere, it's totally worth it. It's cool. However, they don't let you go in the jungle portion, and they never have. And that's because a lot of people, you can tell it's clear, right? It's glass. It's really overgrown. The palm trees are like against the glass, but the theory is they didn't get all monkeys out because they're used to. It used to be full of animals. Oh, I've heard this before. And they had to take them all out after that experiment, and the experiment didn't work. And then Columbia took it. Out. It's a long story, right? And they turned it into this thing about farming, which that part's cool too. But the theory is that there are still monkeys in there, or something much worse that lives inside the jungle area. Of yeah, there's like theories that it's an alien. There's theories that it's like a predator. There's theories that it's some saber-toothed cat that they're keeping in there, or that it's some because there's an entire tunnel system for the breeze because they have an artificial breeze for that whole building. The whole building's along. Right. So you go down in those tunnels. Have you ever been, ever been in the wind tunnels? Uh uh-uh. They're weird. It's it's. I've never been there. It, it's that's definitely worth it. Yeah. You're, they're bigger than you. You know, it's like an eight-foot ceiling, but you're underneath the entire biosphere, and it's all the wind from all the sections collecting and moving around. That's crazy. Yeah, so the whole building breathes like a lung. They have this giant diaphragm connected to the building, like a CV, like a constant velocity lung, and it just goes up and down like a lung. And that's how that build, the whole building breathes. Yeah. So the idea that there might be something bigger in there, whether there is or not, a giant ecological building that I can't go in the jungle portion that breathes. You got a dinosaur in there. Don't you fucking lie to me. I know you got a dinosaur in there. It's Jurassic Park. Yep, there's a velociraptor in there. That's what everybody says. Yep, that's what's in there. Don't send it. Just send a goat in there. See what happens. If it's anything like Jurassic Park, you'll find out right away. Or a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, or a lawyer. (laughs) Send him to the toilet where he deserves to die. All right. Well, that was a fun show. Uh, Anything else you want to add? Anything else before we close out? Really? No. I'm. I, it's always a pleasure to talk about where I'm from. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks so, for coming. And there's dude. so much more. Yeah. I mean, we'll have you on the show more often, pretty much anytime we talk about I think anytime we have a, a ghost story that relates to you, we'll probably ask you to come on the show. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. it's a, And Arizona is a fun place to talk about. There are so... We could... God, you could do a podcast series just on Arizona. Literally. I wouldn't, because I... I lived there long enough, but you could, you definitely could. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Of course. It It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Caleb, is it riddle time? It's riddle time. Fuck yes. So uh, last episode's riddle was a time when they are green, a time when they are brown, but both these times caused me to frown, but just in between for a very short while, they're perfect and yellow and caused me to smile. What am I talking about? Limes. It's bananas. Uh, We were close. Bananas are green. They're not ready to eat yet. They're brown. They're too ripe. That moment in between, they're yellow. Um, I think I was thinking about how you eat avocado. I was like, you don't eat the green part, and you don't eat the brown part, but you do eat the yellow part. (laughs) I like avocados. That's fair. They're hard for me. I can't eat avocado toast and stuff. It's too slimy. It's like eating butter. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad someone agrees because people think I'm insane for that. (laughs) No. It's it's a weird texture. It's overrated. (laughs) It's best is guacamole. We should just do a whole episode on unpopular opinions. (laughs) That's one of mine. Uh, That and killing babies, apparently. (laughs) So. Hey. You guys said nothing is soft. 
No, nothing's no, off no. limits here. <laughs> uh, this week's riddle is, what is the least number of chairs you would need around a table to sit four fathers, two grandfathers, and four sons? How well do they accommodate one another's laps? <laughs> no, each person gets their own chair. Okay. Yep. Okay. So how many, what's the least number of chairs you would need? This episode would have been like 30 minutes longer. I would have been like. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the, the meme, the Dude, number shooting asterisk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I promise to bleep it. They won't hear what I say. I still count with my fingers. <laughs> I'll put a dolphin noise don't over it. I don't me. think that was right. All, all right. right leave guys. your comments. Uh, leave your answer to the riddle, which I definitely didn't just spoil. You didn't hear it, but I did get it right. Uh, leave it in the comments. Also, obviously, anything about this story in the comments. If you've been to the Grand, uh, if you've had a ghost experience there, or you have like a ghost story you want to share with us, please do. Or call the hotline as well. That's an option. But yeah, uh, enjoy yourselves. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back. Last we were gone last week. We will be back next week. We have our and what's now becoming an annual tradition. So last year is like one of our first episodes because we started at the end of the year. We did a year in review because I don't know if you remember last year, but it was a weird year. Mm. So we made a tier list of all the craziest things that happened that year. Oh, I love it. It took us so long to get it all done. We're going to do it again this year. We're a little more prepared this year. But yeah, we're going to do our tier in review, which is our end of year tier list for what were the best and worst elements of the year. A.K.A. We'll be back with that. Year in rear view. Year in rear view. We, yeah, could, we, still have we couldn't decide on a title, so we went with both. Yep, that's <laughs> what we call it. And we'll be doing that next week, so we'll be here same time, same channel. We'll be here on Saturday. Uh, otherwise, uh, Merry Crimbo, Happy Holidays, Have a Good New Year, all that stuff. We'll see you guys. That one from Seinfeld. Have a good one. <laughs>